Welcome to the Throw It Back Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at throwitbackpod or send us an email, throwitbackpod at gmail.com. All right, welcome back to the Throw It Back Podcast with me, Chris, and I have a very special guest with me today, Mr. Alex Jennings of Desi Vegas Seafood and Prime Steaks. Mattery, he's the head coach, I mean, general manager over there. <laughs> yeah, you like that, huh? I do like that, head coach. <laughs> That's a good one. He's here doing college football preview episode. We're kind of going to go, it's a little broad. We're going to go some SEC teams. We're going to go around the country a little bit. What's our final four? What's our predictions? Some Heisman hopefuls. Give you a little bit of everything here. So, all right, let's do it. <laughs> and we're drinking Guinness tonight, which is, I haven't had Guinness in like two years. So, this is my uh, go to beer. That's your uh, that's after my, work. This is my after work nightly beer. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Guinness is surprisingly lighter than you would think it is. It's only like 110 I, calories. Don't fact check. You, you can fact check me on that. You'd know more than I would. It's not that heavy. It's not like a heavy, heavy stout. I know I like the taste of it. I know I can put a couple back and, uh, I'm a fan. <laughs> there you go. So, Alex, I have a very important question. Does Georgia three-peat? No. I don't think Georgia three-peats this year. Why or why not? Um, well, I'd have to say new quarterback. New offensive coordinator. New, new offensive coordinator. Yeah. Losing some exterior offensive linemen. I just – it's hard to three-peat to begin with, and I don't feel they have – all the pieces this year. Yeah, it's going to be tough. They're, so they're the odds-on favorite. I think they're going to. I think they're going to have a really good year. I think they're certainly going to walk through the West. Um, certainly a charming soft schedule. <laughs> they don't. They don't, their first ranked opponent is Ole Miss the second week of November. Yeah, they're going to have a followed pretty... by on the road versus Tennessee. But they start the season off against UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, and UAB. Yeah, all four at home. right there. Athens is going to be rocking. I think they're excited because it's like now they have the big target on their back. Like, hey, we just did it back to back. Like, beat, we, you got to beat us. And now they, they kind of feel something to prove because you don't have the 30-year-old quarterback in Bennett <laughs> there anymore. He was and, in college like seven years. That, Kirby Smart <laughs> has shown he just consistently reloads and has four stars and five stars top to bottom on that roster. Yeah, they're going to be competitive. Incredible. They're going to certainly make it to – Atlanta at the end of the year. That's my thing. The East is weaker than the West, significantly weaker than the West. More Florida's so this year than good. in years yeah. past. Missouri's uh, not going to be Vanderbilt. Like it's like the, Tennessee's gotta, not going to be the same. Tennessee's the only team that could give Georgia trouble on that schedule. From, I think. From what I see, they seem really high on that quarterback. They said he's got the strongest arm. Yeah, Peyton, in the history. Peyton of Manning was football. saying all these incredible things about him. To a certain extent, is it because you're a homer and you went to <laughs> yeah, Tennessee as well? Yeah, you're right. You're right. But. I, th I think the guy's going to be good. I just – the big test for them is going to be Georgia and can you get past the big dogs in the East yeah. and the SEC in general. So Georgia is favored to win the SEC at minus 110 odds. First time since 2009 that it is not a team named Alabama. 2009. Yeah, long time. A uh, little bit, a little <laughs> Nick bit. Nick Saban domination over there. Been a couple years. And they're the favorite to win the national championship plus 220 odds. I'm not so, taking them in either one of those. Yeah. Yeah, the I first time since 09 that it's not Bama, that's pretty wild. That's like, incredibly... Bama's, for the SEC, I mean. It just seems outlandish. SEC, Bama is second, plus 300. LSU right behind them, plus 460. So, okay. it's, yeah, and it's I think it'll be one of those three teams, honestly. But Georgia, I think they can three-peat simply because I have them going 12-0. Their projected win total is 11.5. I think they're going 12-0. They're going to win the East. It's just who's going to meet them in Atlanta. That's the whole thing. I, I, my hot take on it will be that they 
finish the year with two losses in a row. So they lose. I think they lose in Atlanta in the SC Championship game, and I think they lose their first game of the playoff. Yeah, which would be either in New Orleans or in the Rose Bowl, I think. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a hot take because they're very – They're the odds-on favorite. <laughs> yeah, and they're minus 220 to make the playoff. Well, I'm not going to so. I'm not gonna agree with Vegas on too much tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go off the, off the wall here. So, speaking of that, why is Vegas so high on Alabama? That's my question because they're the second highest – or second shortest odds, excuse me, to win the SEC and the second shortest odds to win the national championship. <laughs> I'm like – Bryce Young saved their asses a lot of times last year, man. And Quinn Ewers getting hurt in that game in against that Texas, Texas last game. year. Uh, yeah, if that doesn't happen, do they it. win the game. I believe so. Yeah, I just I think I'm the, not high on Bama. I think they have two losses again. It's going to be tough because they're favored in every single game. Every single game, they're that's a, favored. That's a good as thing of to, today. It's a good thing to have on paper. <laughs> but it's uh, what we're, we were talking about it the other day. What were they favored against LSU this past year? Six, uh, no, yeah, it was uh, like 11 or 12 and yeah. a half, something like that last that year. Out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that was in Baton Rouge. That was in Baton Rouge. Now you get that's them at home. That's why I think that's a big key for them is they have a lot of Tennessee at home tougher too. games are at home this year. Tennessee at um, home, that's going to be circled because Tennessee get, beat them first time since 06 last the year. The only ranked opponent on the road this year is at A&M. You, and they might not even be ranked by that time. Bama gets... Tw- Texas at home, Ole Miss at home, Texas. Tennessee at home, yeah. LSU at home. On the road versus AM, Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Auburn for their SEC opponents. Jesus. I, I would hope they'd be favored in all 12 games. <laughs> They're favored in every single one. But I'm not, I'm not as Texas, high on them as Vegas may be. Texas early test there, week, what is that, week two? Week two, yes. That early test. That's early, and that's going to. You have it at home. That can kind of dictate how your ship goes, right? You yeah. get that big win week two against a. Top 10, top 12 opponent. Mm-hmm. If Texas goes into Alabama and wins that game week two, yeah, you might be talking about Texas. We could be talking about end. Texas in a little, in a couple weeks. Yeah. And I know you remember me and Jason's hot takes episode. Shout out, Jason. Uh, Thanks for the spot. Bonus. Thanks for the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for subbing Alex in here. Right. Bonus hot take. This guy at the bar the other day said, Yeah, man, if Nick Saban doesn't make the playoff this year, he's on the hot seat. That might be one of the hottest <laughs> takes I've ever heard in. Anything. I was like, he's college football uh, he, royalty. He's not he, going anywhere. He man. might be the goat college football coach. He definitely, in my opinion, yeah. I mean, I you got to put I Bear Bryant up there, but well, it's always good for an argument. But yeah. I, I, in my opinion, he's the greatest college football coach of all yeah. time. Yeah. So um, he's not on the hot seat, even if he doesn't even, make the playoffs. He has a lifetime contract at Alabama, whether he wins, goes fifteen and zero, or. Oh, and 12. I was going to say, they if, never get rid maybe, of that guy. Maybe he'll be on the hot seat if they lose to uh, like the Citadel or something. Hey, I doubt it, though, Co- but whatever. Who was it? Was it Coach O or Les Miles lost to Troy? Troy. With, and he still had a job. So Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong there. No. Anyway. But I'm just not as high on them. <laughs> New quarterback. I got them going two losses. Their projected win total is 10 and a half. You I think 10. Texas and LSU, the two yeah, losses? Yeah, I think that's the two losses. I think LSU I is going to be loaded. I think Texas is going to be tough with Ewers if he stays healthy. I think they're going to win the Big 12. We're going to get to Texas in a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 10 and 2 is my prediction, and they're on the outside looking in again. Over under on that? The over under is 10 and a half. 10 so and I half. would go under. I'm going to go under. under. Slightly under. 10. But still under. Yeah. So you'd be pulling for, <laughs> pulling for those two teams. <laughs> pulling to for get Auburn some wins. and teams like that to be. Oh, in the Iron Bowl at yeah. the end of the year. So we got to move on to the home team, Alex. Okay. okay. The LSU Tigers. Yeah. Yeah. I could talk about so that for a little over bit. On, <laughs> so they're fifth in the AP poll. Okay. Over under on wins is nine and a half. 
And that first game, man, at Florida State, that is a big one. You find out a lot about your football team. It is when not you play. the same as last year where, you know, Jaden Daniels running for his life. It, it was first year coach, first year quarterback, and it was a mess, I kind think, of. I think it is not even remotely close to what it was last year. Yeah, this is Jordan like. Travis is not going to sneak up on anybody this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole not. Uh, granted, he's a senior, I believe. So he's a redshirt senior. So he's been there five years. S- you don't really sneak up on anybody if you've been somewhere for five years. But even last year, nobody was mentioning his name to start the year off, to have yeah. the kind of year that he had. Where on the other side, LSU, Jaden Daniels gets a full year and offseason with Brian Kelly and Den Brock to learn the offense, build oh, yeah. chemistry with guys like Neighbors. Mason Smith is going to be back. Hopefully he plays more than two plays in this game. Yeah, that was unfortunate what happened. It happened so yeah. early, and then he was out for, what, the year? The year. He was out for the year. Mecky Wingo had a huge year with an All-American selection. Perkins, Perkins came onto the scene <laughs> and is fucking just... Fucking monster. Top, top five player in college football, I think. Yeah, and yeah. I think he's rated as like the best linebacker. You, you also look at it. Kelly had 37 scholarship players last year on the team. Yeah. He's returning... 13 starters from last year's team. The whole offensive line, the right? The entire offensive line that is coming is, back. You talk about the trenches in uh, the SEC. Big trenches, that guy. That is <laughs> big, uh, big trenches. Big trenches energy. Big, hey, you know, <laughs> it it all starts with the big guys up front, right? It really does, you, especially. A perfect example of it is LSU Alabama with Leonard Fournette. Exactly. He was running all over everyone all year long, mm-hmm. and I think he had 37, 36 yards against Alabama in that yeah. game. Yeah, they, if, yeah. They got bullied up front. And if you, if you can control line of scrimmage offensively defensively you're going to have success yeah and i think having five guys will campbell and emory jones are two of the big names i think that because of that the offense has a really really good year i think daniels is going to be a heisman contender he's plus 1000 currently second shortest odds right behind caleb williams i'm throwing money down on him yeah i, I like him they, he's got a shot he's got a real shot they got some good transfers in logan Diggs out of notre dame ran for over 800 yards last year Aaron Anderson, the hometown kid, transfer from Alabama, yeah. is just speed for days. I forgot about him. He's going to be critical in the kick return game. I'm. You're high on LSU. I'm high on LSU. I'm high <laughs> That's on, what we're hearing I'm also, here. I'm also a homer. So, so as of right now, Alex, they're favored in every game except for one, and that's Alabama on the road. They are plus six and a half. Give me and those this points. Is, this is like we're, it's mid-August here, so. It's early, but anything can happen, right? And they're double-digit favorites against Florida, Auburn, and A and M. All three of those are at home. So all three of those games, have... I hate too, because <laughs> those are just three of the. They, you A&M, never know what's going to happen. Yeah, A and M is always teams. tough. Yeah, I love love me some A and M. A is always tough. You can't. So see they're it. currently plus twelve hundred to win the national championship, and that's the fifth shortest odds. Fifth shortest odds. Yeah, Where's I got it? it. I actually, we'll talk about it later, but I saw it. A couple weeks ago, plus fourteen hundred, plus fourteen hundred. Sorry, Jaden Daniels. I already said plus a thousand to win the Heisman, second shortest odds. So you got a lot going for him. Schedule's not LSU. overly tough. And the whole second year coach thing. Uh, Kim, Kim, Kim Mulkey, Mulkey year two wins the national championship. Jay Johnson mm-hmm. year two wins the national championship. So you have to look at that if you're betting because they I mean, they, they have achieved that my Louisiana prediction. Bo- voodoo going. They on. achieved my prediction that you and I discussed. What was it? Last year, a year and a half ago, yeah. when I told you after the signings, two championships in five years among those three coaches. Well, you did two in two years. 
<laughs> Kelly Kelly is very much trying to manage expectations. He exceeded them last year. He certainly exceeded them last year. I thought they were going to win like six games. Nobody had them 10, winning the West, so. let alone beating Bama. But he's trying to manage expectations and saying another year and then we'll have what we're looking for yeah. and we'll be where we want to be. I think that they're they ahead a real of pace shot. personally. Yeah, um, I agree. They got a real shot this year to do it. I think so. I, I think, think they. So. I, I think they. And we'll talk about that I later. Think they we'll give win you a the prediction. West. I agree. I think they win the West, and I think they're in that Final Four. They might be in the championship game. Honestly, I mean, schedule's this year. not overtly tough. You start with Florida State. You go on the road to Ole Miss for the fifth game of the year. Yeah. You go on the road against Bama that first week of November, and then. But you got home games against like Army. Army at home. Yeah, you have a favorable schedule. Very much so, a very favorable schedule. I think the first game could be a potential playoff preview. Whoever wins that game is in the driver's seat for the playoff. Florida State could very well be, even if they lose, very well be back in the four. I think Florida State... The we'll ACC, talk about them again. And we're going to get there, but yeah. the ACC is not as good. But no, it's not We loaded. have to touch on, since Jaden Daniels is so highly ranked in the Heisman you know, race... We got to touch on what are some other guys that could potentially win the Heisman. I got a list here. We mentioned Jordan Travis from Florida State. He's plus 1,200. Yeah. I like that because I think they could have a great year, and mm-hmm. I think he could have individually a great year. Quinn Ewers, Texas, also plus 1,200. Very much. He stays healthy. Texas is the odds-on favorite to win the Big 12. That's like their coming-out party or their going-away party, you well, should say, because they're going to the SEC next year. Cade Klubnik, Clemson, okay. plus 1,400. I like that one a lot because, again, the ACC is not going to be that good. It's, gonna it's be, just not. It's going to be two, maybe three State. teams at the top. Yeah. And it's going to be extremely top-heavy. That's it. Right. So th- these guys are poised. If they stay healthy and they, they everything goes to plan, they should have a good year. J.J. McCarthy. Michigan. Michigan, plus 1,800. So Almost a long shot, but he's still in the top 10 in terms yeah. of odds. I like him a lot because Michigan was so good last year on offense, and I think they could do it again. I think Is they could, Harbaugh suspended for four games to start the I, year? I've seen contradicting reports on that. Don't know yet. That is to be okay. determined, I think. That kind of will sway me That'll, potentially on what Michigan's season looks and like. And then to round out my five, Jaden Daniels. I don't think, I don't think Caleb Williams can do it again. I don't, I don't think he I don't wins think he it wins again. Back to, he's going to be... I think he's standing in New York at the end of the year. So he's going to be a finalist, you think? I think so. I just... Who's he, who's he throwing against? I mean, <laughs> That's the thing. The it, he might as well have you and I out there trying to defend <laughs> these guys. The Pac-4. The Pac-4. <laughs> right. I just... I I think results of schedule mess. is what will get him the numbers to potentially be there. Quinn Ewer is another one. They're not going to play... They play Bama... With the yeah. exception of Bama, who are they playing? Yeah, because the Big, Big 12, 12 is also kind of is going to have a down year. I mean, it got a little weaker. Texas with, at number 10, yeah. and then TCU and Kansas State, 16-17. I think Oklahoma's 20. Oklahoma's 20. Which, that's ridiculous. They were so bad last year right. on defense. So. I mean, I just... And the other big thing with Texas is, if Ewer struggles, how long is that leash for him before they go to... Arch Manning, our boy. Right. Local kid, yeah. I mean, they the, have the most loaded if quarterback If yours is not performing like they want them, like they expect them to, you know the fan pushback oh, for a team like yeah. Texas is going to be calling for heads. They're going to... If they don't get I can Arch already Manning, see that we want Arch. I can see the shirtless guys I can see the with whole the thing. Arch. 
just paint it painted, on their chest. Yeah, I can already see it happening. Ewers week has got to love that. Yeah, he's uh, got to love that. I just, I, for Ewers, it's a stay healthy thing. Or he plays like um, when the Packers drafted Jordan Love, and then all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers has MVP year, an MVP year that year. So he could be like, fuck y'all, I'm the guy. <laughs> like, you think this guy's going to take my job? <laughs> now, Ewers, remember, transfer from Ohio State, yeah. really highly touted, what, maybe top three quarterback, if not yeah. top one. If but, Texas, if they have a good year, Ewers could be in the final with Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels. That'll be the final three. Caleb if, Williams is not going to win it, though. It's going to be Jaden or Ewers. If those three guys have really good years, potentially those three teams could all win their respective conferences. Yes. And then you're potentially looking at those playoff three teams in the playoffs, <laughs> which would be actually pretty exciting. Which would be, I mean, USC hasn't been there in a while. Yeah, and Nor no Pac-12 teams, no Pac-12 teams ever made the playoffs. Ever made it? So that would be kind I just, of uh, kind of cool. I, a Pac-12 team always finds a way to stumble. Yeah, like Oregon, Oregon, Utah, Utah. Washington, <laughs> USC, UCLA. Regardless, they of get right there. Stanford, regardless of how well they're doing that season, they find a way in the last two weeks to just completely yeah. look like. Shit. <laughs> Do you have a sleeper for the Heisman? A sleeper for I, the Heisman. I like those three, but J.J. McCarthy would probably be my, if I was going off the wall, I'll go my two, pick, J.J. McCarthy. Two off the wall picks, potentially. Um, not quarter. Three. Three not quarterback off the wall picks. Brock Bowers, tight end out of Georgia. Obviously dependent on quarterback play. <laughs> Big time there. Blake Corum, running back out of Michigan. I think if he... He got hurt at the end of last year. I think if he has a healthy year, he could potentially put up some pretty big numbers and get the call. And finally, Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, out of yeah. Ohio State, wide receiver. I mean, this guy is just, he is fast. He yeah. is big. He can catch in traffic. He can go up and get it. I he's That one I could see. He's wide receiver three, one for me in the country. Of the three, I could see that one happening. He's plus 3,000 right now. He got great odds. And the other two... <laughs> Blake Quorum plus five thousand, Brock Bowers plus six thousand. You got some great odds on these guys I mean, if you're willing to odds, take a shot. Harrison and Bowers are both like subject Harrison to there. their quarterback play. That's true, but you, you had Devonte Smith, but yeah, again, he had a great quarterback. Yeah, young throwing to him. So yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a little different. From, I like JJ McCarthy. I, I like McCarthy. I'd say probably my five guys that I'll not sleeper picks are going to be Daniels, McCarthy. I'm going to go with Ewers. Jordan Travis out of Florida State, and you said Caleb Williams too. Yeah, putting him in there. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I don't think he wins it, but I just think his numbers are going to be too good. And the defending Heisman winner, I don't yeah, think he, he's. Yeah. I don't see how you leave him out when he's going to put up um, equal, if not <laughs> greater, numbers, numbers than he did yeah. last year. Yeah, he um, will. He one will. guy who a lot of them are saying that I don't see it at all is Drake May. Yeah, UNC, um, and Drake May's got some good odds too. He's he's rounding out this top ten of. He's plus eighteen hundred. So I mean, I just I, I I haven't seen anything from the guy. I don't see you know? UNC being that good. No, seven and five maybe. I mean, Sur they they might surprise people, but he's got to put up some ridiculous. He's got to go crazy. Johnny Manziel. He's got to go bonkers. He's got to go bonkers. <laughs> he's got to put get some it. Johnny Manziel numbers up to do that. Right. But uh, well, and you know who's another sleeper potentially? Shooter Sanders, out of Colorado. Maybe. I have a feeling. I have a feeling Colorado is going to be playing from behind quite a bit a this year, and they That's may be letting it air out. Because I well, don't think he's going to put up big numbers. Yeah, but the Heisman winners notoriously 
their teams win at least 10 games like every year. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't see them winning many games. Hey, sleeper pick, dude. <laughs> Big top sleeper. Take the there. odds. But we're going to move on from the Heisman, guys. It's the last year of the four-team playoff. So can a team outside the SEC win the national championship? Because how many SEC teams have won it in a row now? I don't even know. You're I've going, lost count of the SEC it's, teams it's that have won it in a row. That it's like 14 of the last 16. It's something ridiculous. Some so absurd stat. I think you look at, we talked about the Pac-12. We talked about Caleb Williams just now. That's the only team out of the Pac-12 that could potentially make the playoff. I don't see any other danger. UCLA's not the, making it. Yeah, I mean Washington. Washington is not. They might be okay. Washington's Michael Penix what, Jr. number ten, something like that. Washington's uh, number ten to start the year off. I think um, you got to look Big Ten. You got to look Michigan, Ohio State. You got to look Penn State. Penn State possibly one. is a sleeper in there if they can pull off the big wins. They got to pull off the big wins. You got to beat Ohio I State. I believe they get Michigan at home and on the road versus Ohio State, or vice versa. I know they don't get both of them on the road. They get at least one at home. If they can win those games, they win they'll those. get in. I don't see a. Two-loss Big Ten team making the playoff. No. There's still never been a two-loss team I don't that see made it. it. Right. They get Ohio State on the road, Michigan at home. Okay. So, and they're number seven to start the year in the AP right. poll. So that helps you, but Penn State just hasn't shown they to don't show beat up in the those. big game. Yeah, they, they'll go 10-2, and two and their two losses will be right. Michigan-Ohio Ohio State. State. Exactly. So I just, I don't know. I don't know. I like Michigan to make it because Michigan's owned Ohio State the last two years. Yeah. And I'm like, and they man, get their quarterback back. They get the quarterback Ohio back. Ohio State playing with a new quarterback. Yeah. So I would lean toward Michigan to make it over Ohio State. Ohio State having that loss and not making the Big Ten title game. That's where I would go with that if I'm picking a Big Ten team. But I got Florida State in there, man. Regardless of that first game. So you have them at 11 and 1. With I got their them only them loss LSU. 11 and 1, and they run the ACC and they win the ACC title game, and they're in. At four. Florida State surpasses Clemson think, as the top dog in the ACC. Yeah, I, I just think this is their year. You know, they did it, what was it, 10 years ago with Jameis Winston. I, yeah. think, I think they get back there. I think they get over the hump. My final four, man, I mean, it's tough because you look at Texas, who we talked about, they're probably going to win the Big 12. But right. do they get in if you lose to Bama? If that's your one loss, do you get in? Do you have the resume? I don't know. I think based I think on winning the conference, they'll – I don't know. You'd never know what the committee's weight is they, on they what outweighs others. They don't like the Big 12, it seems like. Like, TCU got in last year. That's great. but Texas and Oklahoma don't even like the Big yeah. 12. That's why they're leaving. <laughs> Oklahoma got in the year against LSU, and then they get How'd demolished. It's like the Big 12 just – it's like they even if they get there, it's like congratulations, you made the playoff. Your <laughs> you offense loaded, your defense can't do anything against yeah, these I just, medium offensive teams. I don't see it. I see Texas winning at least ten games or over under win totals nine and a half. I, I see him going ten and two again, maybe maybe even eleven and one. But the Big Twelve's so wide open when it gets down to the end with teams like Kansas State and TCU, these guys, TCU and, can just put up seventy in a game and. Yeah. <laughs> knock off Texas. It's a shootout. So I think Texas will be on the outside looking in. Okay. I think Ohio okay. State will be on the outside looking in. I think Alabama will be on the outside looking in. Okay. Notre Dame, I'm never really high on them because they lost to Marshall last year. I'm like, how are they going to respond? They 
They I, just you, you don't know. Join a conference. <laughs> <laughs> join the ACC. You play a bunch of ACC teams. You're you in the ACC. Cowards. Like, in I the don't ACC understand it. For every other sport, they except play, for football. They play. This is on the schedule. This is not in order, but they play NC State. They play Duke, Louisville, Pitt, Clemson, Wake Forest. Those are all ACC teams, and they have a couple Pac-12 mixed in there. They do have a big one against Ohio State yes. at home. That could be a. Do big, they play USC as well? They play no, no. They do not. They play Stanford. Okay, I thought they played USC. Don't play USC no. this year. They play Ohio State at home in uh, late September. So that that could be a huge game for them. But I don't. Again, I don't see them beating Ohio State. I don't see them even beating. Man, they might not even beat Clemson. I mean, but they go to they go on the road to Clemson. So Wake Forest could beat them. I'm just. I'm I'm thinking eight and four or something. Never really high on Notre Dame. What's the over under on them? It's eight and a half. Eight and a half. Seven. Yeah, seven and a half. Eight and a half. Seven and a half. Eight and a half. I'd probably yeah. Eight. Seven. Eight wins sounds about right for Notre Dame. I just. I don't have the utmost faith in that team. I'll fact check myself. It is eight and a half according to FanDuel. Take the under. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking eight and four, man. I just. I again, not. I'm not impressed. Not very high on them. Final four. Uh, and okay. we already said this. Will a Pac-12 team get in? I say no. No. No, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think so. It's the final year of this this Pac-12. I just, the only team that could get into USC, and I just don't see it happening. They'll have somebody next year <laughs> with 12. <laughs> the, the, Cal, Cal or Stanford. Washington State, baby. Let's go. That's the ones. Wazoo. You can no, find that flag anywhere. I, you really can't. Those guys are insane. <laughs> it's awesome. It's insane. I'm going to say fly it's that so fly. great. So I got, and this is going to sound so predictable, Georgia. Again, because okay. you're gonna win the East, you got an automatic bid to Atlanta. Even if you're 12 and one, you're in. LSU, I think they win the West. I think they break in. They they're in there, probably either at two or three. We'll see how that plays out. Because if Michigan wins the Big Ten, an undefeated Michigan, undefeated LSU, who gets the nod there? I don't know. So Ooh, that's a that's a great. You question. see what I'm saying? Like, that's a is great it question. is LSU two or is LSU three? I either way, to, I think Michigan and LSU play each other. I think you'd have to look at it at the end of the year to see where the teams they're both playing all finish. Yeah. Um, but I think LSU would get the SEC nod as the one seed if that were the case. That's if they beat Georgia. Correct. Then yeah, they would leapfrog I, Michigan. I think so. so then it would be LSU. Michigan, Michigan at two. Then Florida State. Florida State That's, that's going to round up. And then Georgia, if that plays out like that. But then, you'd, <laughs> then you'd have an LSU-Georgia rematch, which, honestly, I'd rather Florida State be four. You'd like to see that Because I think rematch. I want to see, yeah, I want to see the same teams play that already played. Yeah. Because uh, you don't get that a lot in college football. No, you don't. And but that also has not worked out well in LSU's it favor in the It has not, but I think they can do it this year. I think if it goes down to it, if LSU runs the table, beats Georgia, they're one. Okay. Michigan's two. Georgia's three. Let's say their one loss is the one SEC loss title. Is LSU. Let's say Florida State's one Florida loss, State's is, one LSU. loss is LSU. I think they get in at four. LSU's beaten two of the ten teams <laughs> in there. LSU's beaten everybody. <laughs> and I, I just I like an LSU Florida State rematch, and okay. I like a Georgia Michigan game. I think it'd be. Now then, it gets interesting. Yeah. Because Florida State could beat LSU. Absolutely. They could say, well, we we game plan for this very much. It could be a Florida State Georgia final. Interesting. That's yeah. what you because my that, my sec I I do like LSU because the second year coach thing. Okay. I, I think that has to come you think into the play. Voodoo is, the, the is that strong? Voodoo, the Louisiana voodoo <laughs> is in place here. Woodward made some moves. You're saying, but I actually think if someone's gonna knock them off, it's gonna be Florida State. Okay. okay. Georgia is like we said. You don't know what the quarterback with the offensive coordinator. They're gonna stumble. They might stumble a little bit. So I think 
Florida State takes the national championship. Florida this year. State takes the national championship. Yeah, they're starting as number eight. I think they got a weak ACC. I think they're going to run the table in the ACC. A one loss Florida State team wins the whole thing. Wow. Wow. Oh. Don't do that shit. <laughs> Whatever they say. Chop. <laughs> yeah, the chop thing. <laughs> well, you're a Braves fan too. Yeah, so yeah let's sense. go. Chop on me. It's on brand. It's the same song. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I certainly don't have Florida State winning at all. No, no, um, no. Final four. LSU, Michigan, Florida State. Ooh. So we're the same so far? <laughs> I, I want to put Georgia in, but at the same time, I think that a one-loss Ohio State, with their only loss being to Michigan, could jump. Possibly. I think so. Um I will go. I'll say Georgia. I'll say Georgia. So I the think, same. I think I do. I do. But I would. I'd probably put Florida State over Georgia at number three, and so an LSU Georgia rematch. LSU Georgia one four. One four. Michigan, Michigan Florida State. State. And that would be a hell of a game. Michigan Florida State. Yeah. I think that would be. That would be a really fun football. Yeah. I think two fan bases that don't really see each other ever ever. That'd be awesome. Two really like good football one. teams. I think Michigan wins that one. I think LSU, confidence-wise, is able to go back and beat Georgia. Kirby Smart's going to use ammunition as they just beat us. and Yeah, yeah. They're the guys we got to beat now. It is tough to beat a team twice. It really is. Um, I have LSU over Michigan. LSU over Michigan in the final. Who would have thought I'd have LSU win <laughs> <in> it all? <laughs> And like I said, they very well could win it prop, all. Prop my delusional mind up, giving, giving us a number five ranking to start the year. That is the expectation for a lot of fans, though, I, is that they will well, win the whole thing. You know, unrealistically, Baton Rouge is national championship or bust every year. It's it's insane. We think that we have Bama's resume. <laughs> you, you don't, unfortunately. No, we you do just not. Don't. You're getting there. I think Brian Kelly has the potential to. I think he's the coach he's for not gonna, them. Yeah, he's, he, he's not going to win seven, I don't think. Sorry. No. Because no. Bama. Saban is seven and two in national championships. He's not going to. I just do that. I have. I have. A he could win you one though. And I have then, a tremendous amount of faith in him because you've won one with the Mad Hatter. Okay, <laughs> Les Miles. For the those of you that don't know, guy who's eating grass eats on the grass field and claps real funny. And you won one with Coach O. What, oh, go to oh, go to. What oh, are you going to be able to do with an actual X's and O's football coach? Yeah, second year. It and it's like. If, if they don't win it this year, and you've said this, they're going to win one within the next three years. I think so. Because think so. one of these teams is going to start sliding. Like, Georgia's – I don't think Georgia's going to keep this up. Kirby Smart may be able to keep it up. Yeah. But that is just a team with – But you have the benefit of the East is so much weaker than the West right it's now. It's going to get changed up next year, yeah. too. So it, it might flip-flop next year. Bama's still going to be in there as long as Saban's there. Yeah. They're, if they don't win it this year, LSU, they're – one in the next three years. In the next three years, yeah. But They'll win it. I as think, long as BK's there. I think that... So I got Florida State, though. I think with Daniels at quarterback, they have a really, really good chance this year. I really do. It's so you a, like LSU? I like LSU. I'm you know, shocked. Oh, yeah. Nobody would have <laughs> saw that one coming from me. Um, I just... It's so... A strong quarterback in college football means so much. And a guy who you can kind of rely on, especially a dual threat, who can get you out of trouble... When the pocket breaks down. Yeah, you're right. Which you're right. I just think, I think Daniels adds that. I think I just, I, I have a lot of confidence, confidence yeah. in them. I've liked what I've heard and seen during the off season. 
He could have a Burrow-like year. I, oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, he's not because you don't have Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson on the nope. edges. You don't. Yes, Neighbors Look, is Neighbors good. Neighbors is fantastic, but he's but not, he's not Jamar. Round, he's not Jefferson. He's not first-round draft pick good. No, he's not. Sorry. But he's Daniels could play himself into first-round consideration. He could. He could. I certainly think right that now, is possible. Right now, I think he's not even close to that, but he, he'll be up there. By the end of the year, there he's probably quarterback number mid round pick, like a third round. I'd pick, say right? of all the quarterbacks, he's probably quarterback number eight or nine. Yeah, probably on NFL. And we'll have to scouts. touch on that. This is a fun episode because we could be so far wrong. Oh, we probably will be. <laughs> and we probably we will, will be. We will touch back on this in the coming months. There is one other local team I have to talk about just because they won the conference last year and they beat USC in the Cotton Bowl. We have to talk about the Tulane Green Wave. Roll Wave. Roll Wave. You're only going to hear me say that once. Why <laughs> Quick is that? notes on Tulane because I went to Southern Miss. <laughs> to the top? Yeah, there we go. Alex went to Southern Miss for uh, five a, minutes. A, <laughs> he walked around campus for a year. And I waved. I waved to people. Was, yeah. This is a nice campus. Hattiesburg's nice area. And then, he, <laughs> and then I came home. <laughs> and then that was it. That was a wrap. So he was, he was kind of a student there. Anyway, I uh, saw the football stadium. Yeah, the rock, baby. Quick notes on Tulane. They're 24th, 24th in the AP poll, and they're gonna get they're gonna get tested early. South Alabama's no cupcake. That's their first game. That's a Sun Belt team. They always play tough. I think they're gonna play Tulane real tough. Ne- the next game, it's already sold out against Ole Miss at home. They announced that today. It's sold out. It's single game tickets. Ole Miss is gonna come down here. They're probably pissed off that they gotta come down here. That's going to be tough, man. So you're going to get tested early. And then week three, guess where Tulane goes? Hattiesburg. And Southern Miss has beaten Tulane a lot. (laughs) Sorry to any Tulane fans. But the record against Tulane, Southern Miss is up 24 to 9. So it's going to be tough. It's a little (laughs) one-sided. Just slightly one-sided. Yeah, it's a rivalry. It's, It's awesome that it's renewed. Like they used to be in the same conference. Now they're not. So they get to play once every XYZ years. Tulane won a couple in a row. Southern Miss beat them last year. So those first three games, that's their out-of-conference schedule. To me, that's tough, man. That's tough. You bring back Fr- Willie, Willie, Willie Fritz, Fritz. And you have Michael you Pratt. Pratt back. So That speaks volumes when you have that quarterback-coach dynamic is able to yes. have an offseason together. Nine and a half projected win total. I got the over. I, I got think ten. Ten and two. I think ten at minimum. Ten at minimum. Think- and they, they're favorites to win the conference probably the first time in – 30, 40 years. Like, I, I don't even know. I think they get a New Year's Six Bowl. Again. I think they so get another. So they'll be the highest rated group of five, group of five team, team again. I think so, so. I think so. They have the benefit of the American Athletic Conference got significantly weaker with the losses of Houston and UCF and Cincinnati. They all departed for the Big 12. So Big losses. Big I think losses. Tulane has that advantage because the, the only competitive team now is Texas San Antonio, UTSA. Who they play in the final week? That game could determine that could who determine who gets the conference at, championship. Well, and Tulane's the only team, the only Group of Five team in the top twenty-five in the AP poll. Yeah, so they have big advantage to start first the year. time ranked in the preseason AP poll as well for Tulane. So wow, congratulations, That's Wave! So yeah, roll Wave. Shit, I said it again. Whatever. Yeah, there's twice. <laughs> roll Wave. I think it's three times they <laughs> win. I think they win their conference. I'm gonna say that because we're local. Like I have a lot of respect for Tulane. Love but Tulane. Love week Tulane. three, it's like I will talk all the shit in the world. <laughs> so not you. <laughs> not me talking shit. No. Fucking doing it. Doing it during LSU USM baseball series. <laughs> that was so fun for you. 
But yeah, then LSU won it this year, so it's fine. Yeah. They yeah. bounced back. Yeah, they did pretty well. Yeah, exactly. But Tulane will win at least 10 games. At least. So I think there you 10 go. Is, I think I would say I'd agree with 10. So there's our predictions. I think we will have to revisit this uh, in December. Just to see how, just to see how we the did fuck off we and are. how bad we are. We have to transition now to our favorite topic. Don't be that guy. Ooh. God. Oh, don't be that guy. We do this every week. And just because Jason's not here, we're still going to do it. Oh. <laughs> because we we kind of we got to keep it going, man. Yeah. So I got one. It's asking me to quote fill it up. <laughs> like if you say, "Yeah, man, fill it up for me." Like you order a drink, you say, "Yeah, like I'll take an old fashioned and make sure it's full." Yes, sir. You're gonna get full of ice. Make you, sure it's full. You might even get a little bit less if you do that. Like I might even like just put a shitload of ice. If, if you, you were do to that. ask me in my bartending days, make sure it's full, I'd probably look at you and say, "You're full of shit." <laughs> Yeah, um, or like we've t- we've talked about this. Jason's talked about this. How people oh. say light ice, light ice, and you're they not getting more booze. Exactly, you're they simply not more liquor. You get a vodka cranberry. You're getting eighty percent cranberry <laughs> if you get light ice. I'm sorry, gonna, <laughs> that's just how no, it is. It's not a, it's it's not something that we're ever gonna do. Exactly, bartenders will not. Oh, fill her up light ice. Well, you know what? Let me let me exceed my pour then, <laughs> exactly. and just throw everything off. Exactly. There is certain exceptions to this. Like if I have a loyal regular that I see every weekend for five years, cool. I'll give that guy a That's little. A, I'll give him a little more. He takes story. care of me. That's completely get, different. You get That's Joe Blow, exception. who's never been to the place before. Yeah. Hey man, let me let me get a uh, Maker's Mark. On the rocks, but fill her up. Yeah, fill her up. No. That's a double, sir. Sure. <laughs> right? Got you. You're gonna get charged for it too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, don't no, be that guy. Don't be that's, that guy. that's annoying. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pour it as we're supposed to. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You want, you want us to fill her up? Guess what? You're getting charged yeah, a double. Yeah, you get charged <laughs> <Simple> double, baby. <laughs> don't be that guy. Don't Alex, I know you have one. Ooh, ooh, yeah. You probably have hundreds. I have I have a lot. Uh the one that I'm gonna use for this one though, don't go into a restaurant. And ask the server to read the menu to you. <laughs> Don't sit down. And then when the one. server asks, can I help? What can I get for you? Say, what do you got? You know, you, you've made it this far in life. <laughs> you know how to turn a page and read words. Okay. <laughs> that would happen at Desi's all the time. It's people happened would, at a lot of places I've been at. <laughs> when I was there, people do would you, say. Do you have a menu? That one, yes. But people would say. They would order their steak, and then I'd say, yeah, can are y'all getting any sides tonight? Oh, well, what you got? They're it's, all listed. It's all right there. <laughs> it's all right there, my right guy. below the steaks. My guy, it's right there. Yeah. I've experienced that at every restaurant bar I've been at. <laughs> even at, even just working at a bar. Yes. So what do you have? It's all on the wall behind me. Um, <laughs> you could see it. You, you, you could see me enough to acknowledge me. You can see behind me. Yeah. Open your eyes. It happens at Paris Lines so much. I think we, me and you kind of joked about that. The, the menu at Paris Lines, one page. It's one page. It's, it's 20 about, items. It's about 20 items or less. It's it, not hard it's to It's a beautifully say. constructed menu. It is. It's really easy to read. The font is big. <laughs> it's, it's not a hard menu to read. Just uh, use your eyes. Yeah. You, what you, you got for sides? Oh, my God. What, how, what beers? We talked about that last week, me and Jason. Let me get a beer. <laughs> They're all listed. What beer? This isn't a movie, as Jason said. Exactly. They do that in the movie. Oh my god, that no. one, that's a good one. That's that, a really good one. That's it's outlandish. Yeah. Some of the yeah. questions. What What do you got? And when people order stuff that's not on the menu and they get offended, worked at a place, seafood restaurant. Yeah, can I get a pizza? <laughs> 
You know, if you'd open the menu, you'd see we don't offer pizza. Jesus Christ. Okay. Do you have a menu? People, we're doing this to educate you. Read the menu. Just, yeah, open it. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Please. Don't be that guy. <laughs> All right. So, Alex, we got to throw something back because that's the tradition of the show here. Yeah. Yep. I also have to shout out this person, Steph, who commented on the last episode saying... They like us talking about baseball, and there's no way that the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> go far. And I completely agree with you, Steph. Fully agree, Steph. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we all we are all agreeing. Shout and out we're gonna Steph. we're gonna talk more baseball as the season progresses, as they get into the playoffs. So we'll, we'll be back the, with that. We'll bring the expert Jason back on. For yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> the baseball expert. But we're drinking something. This is pretty fancy. Uh, <laughs> it's an añejo tequila, but it's a cristalino. Now you know what that means, Alex. Uh, Explain it to me, Chris. <laughs> it's charcoal yes, filtered. So, and Yeho's aged between 12 months to 36 months. So, it would have this nice, rich color. Well, this is clear. So, they charcoal filter all the color out. So, this is going to be smooth as hell. Yeah, you can find it at Total Wine. And yeah. it's uh, it's up there. It's $129.99 for a fifth. Uh, $130. Yeah, yeah. So, that's a special occasion tequila there. But what, but, what more special occasion than the throwback podcast? Exactly. Exactly. So thank you to Alex Jennings for joining us today. I appreciate you. Thank and you, we Chris. will have Alex on future episodes. Don't worry. He'll be back. Looking forward to it. Next week, regularly scheduled programming. Back to Jason. Jason, hope you're listening. Thanks, today, Jason. <laughs> today we're drinking Cordofino Cristalino. But whatever you're drinking, throw one back with us. Salud. Salud. Oh, yeah, that's uh, dangerous. That's an, that's an easy drink. That's dangerous. Yeah, might have to splurge. It'd be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>